record. Man, what a sound. What a sound. I've been waiting to do that for like 30 minutes. <laughs> um, so I uh, have already opened my beverage oh, God. tonight. Nick just had his first reaction to whatever he popped open. I don't, I don't know if you remember last week, but I, I touched on, on the base of I don't really like IPAs, man. And then, well, we went to a really shitty store for beer. Yes, we did. So I got an IPA. Nick got an IPA, and I um, unfortunately did not change my ways this time around. I knew I, I, I said I, I kind of wanted to get a little bit fancier. I think the terminology I used was a little bit bougier this go around, but um, I'm still stuck drinking the same thing. I I would say that perhaps drinking this is a little uncultured with the the Bud Light Lime you you got. Like I mean, like I mean, honestly, I, I would I would say that, but the fact is that it, it's American culture. It's like a mark. Yeah, to drink that damn fucking. I mean, blasphemy. No shade to the the Anheuser Busch guys. Or or the the Miller House, but I'm just not a big fan. Yeah, I mean it's again, you know, no shame to Bud. That's mm. definitely the go-to for me. I don't know. It's the go-to whenever I'm not in any kind of like I'm not thinking about it too much. Oh, Nick's second it's reaction. It's gonna be a rough night. Yeah. Um. So as we kind of take our first sips of the uh, from the goblet. Yep, that's definitely Bud Line. Um, we were kind of wondering what the hell we want to talk about this go-around. Um, and as we're trying to put this all together, you know, this happens within, like, a week, right? Uh a weekly basis is what the planning for for the release of this podcast, these podcast episodes are going to be. Uh, we talked about releasing an episode every Thursday, so um, anyone that and none of these episodes are out, by the way. So I, I think by the time these come out, there will be an episode that is released every Thursday, um, and. That's an idea. Like, are, are we gonna wait and do it once a week, like to push them out, or are we gonna wait and then just like do them all at once? And you could basically Netflix binge that shit. Yeah, I mean that's again. I mean, this is what the great thing about this podcast is, and about us doing it is, we want to give the power to the listeners. So you guys comment. I know this is gonna be on YouTube. You guys definitely make your comments and suge- make suggestions. I mean. Are we too ugly? You know what I mean? And you I guys would I rather am. see us a little bit less? Or? I'm a pretty boy. Yeah, Nick is a pretty boy. I'm pretty ugly. Um, I'm a dirty boy. Um, uh, do, do we just suck at podcasting? We should keep it at a minimum. You know, make the comments. You know, are we okay? You know, do you guys want to hear from us a little bit more? Um, and make suggestions on what you guys want us to kind of delve into and, 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 and kind of explore. Um so for now, I think the parameters are set at an episode a week every Thursday, um, which is what we will stick to until the comments start coming in. So we kind of wanted to use this first, you know, five ten minutes to kind of goof around and 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 have more of a internal dialogue amongst ourselves. <clears throat> I mean, the fact of the matter is, we've gotten several questions from several people that we communicate with. First and foremost, what yeah. are you talking about? And that, God, that's the big one. Like, Yeah. I can't really say because, like, we talk about what we want to talk about. And that's that. Yeah. I mean, like, we talk about, like, hot number. Yeah. Like, whatever comes up. That's right. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I think the great thing about making a podcast, and this is one of the, the reasons that me and Nick were so excited about kind of sitting here in front of the mic and the camera. Oh, by the way, do you guys know? Hello. You can see us now. I mean, as we promised, we come through with our promises. Um, to the view- to the YouTube viewership, please subscribe. 
Um, please support. We'd greatly appreciate it. Um, What's that thing everybody says? Like, comment, subscribe? Yeah, like, comment, and subscribe. Obey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, the great thing about having a podcast is, A, you get, first of all, you get to talk with, like, your best friends about things that matter, right? And Nick is waving around his hands, trying to remix a song on a turntable, except like upside down with his with his hands. Well, yeah, because I'm I'm living in four thousand ninety nine, where like <laughs> turntables are wherever the hell your hands go, you know. Virtual <laughs> fucking turntables. Yeah, looks like I'm like milking a cow or something, milking a giraffe. Maybe you are. Maybe that is the turntable. Of the, you know, you just gotta milk. Or maybe the turntables are in the form of... We learned how to digitally, key. like, extract music from nature. Yeah. Oh, sh- Oh wow. You just took it there. Man. You just took it there. I wasn't even thinking of that The IPA level. did it. It got me there. But good God, you really just took it there. Yeah, 4099. Come join us. Uh, yeah, please, come. Come join us. Um, maybe that's the name of the, of the podcast. 4099. You heard it here first. 4099. <laughs> <laughs> Four thousand ninety-nine. Another kind of question that people are asking is: We got, you know, the elephant. What is it? The elephant out of in the room. We address the elephant in the room. Elephant, gorilla, dragon, uh, uh, cow, um, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Some farm critter that doesn't belong in here. Yeah. AKA me. the rooster, the cock, red red chicken, the red chicken, the red chicken dragon, red hen. Uh, the second, the second question that people are asking is, besides what do we talk about? Is like, why are we doing this? Like, what is the what is the purpose of making a podcast? There's when in a world where there's already thousands of different podcasts talking about very similar things within their small little niches why why start a podcast and why start it now why why dive into a saturated market yeah essentially and that's a very valid question you know i would definitely uh commend the folks that are asking us those questions because it makes us think it really makes us question i think my my answer to that question would definitely be uh the i would answer that question in a very similar regard that i answered the first question in who doesn't want to sit in a studio in front of a microphone talking with one of his best friends about stupid shit or shit that matters, which are very two polar opposites, you know? So we cover everything in that spectrum. I'd probably say to that, probably the quickest response that I could muster. Yeah. I get from... Uh, a guy I used to work with in the Navy, mm-hmm. and uh, every time you would ask him why, he would say, why not? Yeah. Why not? And that, it's a little thing. It's a little concept, tiny concept, but mm-hmm. like it stuck with me. Yeah. You know? You say why, I say why not. Why not? And that's what we'll say to you guys, why not? Or, not to you guys, because you guys are freaking boss I mean, and awesome, and you guys are supporting us. To the critics, or to the people that are close to us that just want to kind of uh, poke around. Why not? Um, Take this as an inspiration. If you want to do something that's already been done, be like us. I mean, at at this point, right? At this (laughs) point, like, what can a human do that hasn't been done already? Like, we've gotten to a point in history where many of the things that were once new to us aren't new anymore you know they 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 already exist what essentially what we're doing as people is just making it better making it a little bit more practical making it a little bit more i guess not more easier but just easier you know um shout out to the the grammar nerds out there um <laughs> so before we dive into like the topics that we kind of wanted to discuss i want to take this time out to shout out of course i've been wearing this hat all day man boy um, that is, this hat is essentially... It's all flimsy, flabby. You gotta, you gotta make present it presentable, bro. Like, yeah, absolutely. With maybe like, dog hair on maybe there. Maybe dust it off. Like, what have you been doing? Laying in the crow's nest? <laughs> yeah. 
Welcome to the rice field. Welcome to the freaking Jeez. labor camp. Um, so this hat was made by yours truly, and it was a collaboration project by with me and the person who initiated all of it, which was our mutual friend Renan. And he has and had and has a company um, called Mandatory Apparel. So I'd just like to, you know. Shout him out and shout the company out real quick because we Rad love dog. to support the homies. That's something that we absolutely love. Um, shout out to Nick's beer. What is what is what is what is on the list for today? What is the IPA that's making Nick make all these funky types of sounds? Yeah, it's 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 playing with me. <sighs> so tonight, boys and girls. We're playing with New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger. Oh, I got that wrong. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a New Belgium beer. It's a, it's Voodoo Ranger's Juicy Haze IPA. Mm. And as far as IPAs go or concerned, it's it's a it's an ace in the hole, I think. Mm. But that doesn't mean it's, it'll go down the right the, the it's it's pleasant way. It's not fun for me. Yeah, I'm not. So what is it about IPAs that just turn you off? It's um, it's what the the brew brings out in the hops and the type of hops they mm. use. They uh, they really they're really designed for. I mean, people with like less than sensitive taste buds, man. Like pe- yeah. people like that. Oh man. If you can't, if you have no sense of smell, you might love an IPA. I don't know, <laughs> but me, I'm sensitive to to shit like that. So. I am like I, dude. I understand right. exactly where you're coming from because I'm. Oh, since we're doing shoutouts, yeah, let me just go and give out a, a shout uh, to Butte Construction and uh, Butte Roofing out in uh, Chico, California. Yeah, I mean, are you like, like? Do you have friends that are in Yeah, there? so my best friend from the Navy, his uh, his dad started up Butte Roofing. Well, his dad took over Butte Roofing from his father, who took mm. it up from his father. So it's like so, a familial thing. Yeah, so it's like a fourth-generation-ish uh, family company Yeah. Uh, in, like, central California. Absolutely. Well, it's northern California, really, but they're pretty close to central. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're great people. So, like, if anybody's checking us out from california and you need a roof or trying to get a like corporate building project going on industrial like call them degree look them up yeah yeah butte there and say and say nick referred you yeah yeah guy his name's actually nick starns oh okay so say nick i'll let you introduce yourself nick nick from north carolina nick from north carolina yeah. Um, cause we do also like to, you know, they're really nice. Keep they, certain things in, the, in that, a private manner. That but. family's been good to me, like completely. Mm. And, and you used to stay out in California for yeah. a while. Yeah. No, they uh, they invite me out there during the summers and breaks and stuff. And I'm like, I ain't doing anything. I'll, I'll come kick it. Yeah. And dude, it's awesome. It's like they feed me well. I yeah, I get to like go on like cool little field trips with them. Yeah, totally. Do some camping. What do you think? What do you think? Um, the most different thing is when you gauge the two states, California v. North Carolina. Oh, boy. Or you can even take it more on a West Coast versus East Coast kind of thing. Oh, boy, that's a big one. I mean, West Coast is known for being a little more laid back as mm. far as, like, a community. Yeah. Um, smoke their weed and they're definitely taxed a little more and and I would say that like oh man the climate is overall depending on where you're at it's mm. situational but overall it's better out there so, yeah um, just as far as people being people and treating other people well yeah um, so you'd say the you'd say, in terms of just person, oh, it's a person. It's, it's a, a good time. Bit, yeah. It's a good time. Um, there's definitely some political issues over there. A lot yeah. of hot buttons. Uh, you, you've got a huge separation between like red and blue, mm. and I mean that's everywhere. So you know what I? I'm not gonna bring that into the context really. Something that I was not aware of 
and that you kind of brought to my attention, <clears throat> and I researched a little bit further, was how... Because me, I've never been to California. And the way I look at California is a bunch... And this is in no way, shape, or form, like, you know, saying all you know people in California are like this. It's just... A person that's never been like somewhere is going to view that place in his own fogged lenses. You know what I mean? I've never been there before, so I can't make a, a, a precise, accurate judgment. But to a person that's never been out there like me, I look at California and I think liberal, I think weed, I think, uh, I don't know, like, you know, there's a thing that came out um in the news i think a couple of months ago and it's still there still airing it like the whole you know homeless situation like mm. that's what i think when i see when i hear a now the homeless thing is a uh oh man i'd really like try to sit here and try to like play with my thoughts mm-hmm. on that but uh, so homelessness is an epidemic in my opinion I feel that it is something that needs to be addressed and handled in a very... In the proper fashion. Properly, but swift. Yeah. Uh, because there are like a lot of issues that come up from that. Um, healthcare probably being my, my highest concern. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so like we see things like arise that have been gone, just eradicated for hundreds of years, like... The plague, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. the Black Death, or then like uh, tuberculosis yeah. is like coming back in a big fashion. And is it really? Yeah, so tuberculosis. Like, you see it in like California, um, like L.A. and San mm-hmm. Francisco, where like the government actually like tries to do something to like prevent you know these uh, illnesses, these sicknesses mm-hmm. uh, from like affecting mass populations yeah and what they do is like they'll like reach out to these like homeless communities and be like uh we'd like to treat you for like you know your tb Mm -hmm. and they'll get like the first round of treatment but i think it's like a three round or something like that like three shots you have to get and they're like they're like two weeks apart or something like that Mm -hmm. but like after that first like session they they disappear and I mean, they're homeless, so they have to right. And like, they have so like to find this like health where... department never never hears from them again. Mm-hmm. Can't find them, and so what happens is the tuberculosis that they the tuberculosis that they have has uh, nestled, <laughs> my own term, Why? with that, with the uh, with the vaccine for it, yeah, and become immune to it, right? And then at that point, it becomes. Super tuberculosis. Yeah, that's not that's not a good that's not a good uh, right. It's, it's a bad time for everybody because it's extremely contagious. And what happens when that spreads to like a school? Yeah, you know, totally. It's like a homeless <clears throat> guy an sleeping on the playground. You know, <laughs> it's an issue. I mean, and and it's hard. I mean, you know, I can sit here. We can sit here and and talk about how to you know fix issues. But it's hard when there's literal humans and a mass amount of them with something um whether it just be you know and not just but whether it be with you know uh certain kind of health um even we can say health defects or or you know uh diseases or anything like that or even if it's on a political scale you know such as income and things like that it's hard even for you as a politician to formulate a plan that will help everyone you know and there's many different you know variables at 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 you know going on in order to fix certain issues so that's uh yeah no that that sounds like a really big issue for sure um i'm i mean <sighs> how long is that gonna go on before we're dealing with zombies bro <laughs> just zombies walking around and biting other people and no but i mean you know all jokes aside you know we i i know nick already you know respects the hell out of california because you know you've been out there for for a little while um i know you went there last was it last summer that you went out there um yeah i um i spent roughly four months out there over the summer and then 
I've gone out there basically every time I had like you know a couple weeks off when I was in the Navy I'd go out there and just hang out I'd I'd hang out with the homeless community <laughs> yeah the homeless yeah um yeah, so, I mean, kind of uh, circling back to the original kind of statement that I had of a person not really knowing Californian, not never be- being there or visiting, um, and having that kind of ideology towards that state specifically, doing more research on it myself, um, I think I said to you along the line of something like, it was definitely something that I don't want to repeat on the podcast just because you know I don't want to I don't want anyone to place me on a certain kind of like political map or or whatever or even ideology but it was very narrow minded um and it was something along the lines of what I just told you yeah, okay. um Dem- like they're Dem- all just liberals and you know yeah Dima's got a, a wild agenda He's- yeah um <laughs> so Having researched a little bit more about California, I had no idea that the northern part of California was essentially its own kind of yeah. uh, ecosystem, if you if you if you will, you know, like demographically. Yeah, yeah. I I didn't know there was like a like a like a huge farming community out there, and yeah, no. Um, the, the, so like you know, we make jokes about uh, like welcome to the rice field and stuff, but like a lot of northern California is rice fields really yeah yeah like oh i mean they feed two-thirds of the country that's insane it's yeah it's like um basically where the u.s gets overwhelming majority of their their produce and we're talking avocados like i said rice plums nuts all kinds of nuts yeah and yeah, they're, they're generally really cool people out there. Totally. We're talking about uh, California. I had a guest that came in. Yeah, I love California. California's sick, man. Welcome to the studio. Hi. We've got a senior Kyle O'Dell. <laughs> Hello. I'm just dropping in for a sec. Would you like to give a slight introduction of yourself? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I'm Kyle. I'm gonna wave even though you can't see me. Yeah, uh, he's here. Trust me, he waved. Yeah, yeah. he has witnesses. <laughs> I'm super boring. I work here at the studio. There you go. He's a freaking rock star, and he likes to sniff coke off of girls' asses. <laughs> that's true. And... That is all true. I did it last <laughs> night, and that's why I'm not feeling too hot today. Yep. I don't know what's boring about that. Clear and free, eh? Clear and free. Hallelujah. Yeah, well, that'll teach you to go eating Pop Rocks at a girl's hoo-hahs. I'm still going to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, Who doesn't like that? I mean, a good time's a good time. I'm not going to sway your opinion. <laughs> I know that. We're talking about California. Talking about, there you go. Talking about California. That was a sound bite. We might actually have to, you know, take that little audio clip there and play it whenever the, the podcast comes on. But yeah, no. Um, so NorCal is like, like I said, an agricultural center. Uh, it's mostly Republican, mm-hmm. very conservative. Um, and then SoCal is a little more liberal um, slash Democratic, and they go back and forth. Yeah. They don't get along. There's this huge, like, petition to, like, have the two separated. Um, really? There's, Even like, that far, huh? Yeah, there's a water controversy because NorCal sends, like, a lot of its water from its, like, hydroelectric, uh, like, plants. that yeah. like, They run off of these lakes that basically catch snow through the winter and then that snow melts and fills the lakes and then those lakes are flooded or they're drained to create electricity Mm -hmm. for the state and then that water is then sent down to SoCal so they have like running water and things of that nature because they don't get any rain apparently yeah that's that's wild that's real wild so I mean for anyone that's never been to California there you have it you know first uh first kind of just i had no idea so i mean this is blowing my mind i don't know i mean our listeners are probably real smart and they think i'm a dumbass for not knowing that so 
Let that be. <laughs> let that be known. Dima didn't know anything about California until he researched it. So do your research. Never assume. Don't point fingers. You know. Um, keep drinking beer or water. We have water here too in a nice little, nice little fancy uh, glass. What would you call this little bottle? Whatever you prefer. We got everything. We got everything you need. We got Red Bull, we got Brujas, we got water, we got carbonated water. We got we got off brand Doritos. <laughs> Jalapeno. <laughs> um so what do we want to touch on today? We had many different points that we kind of wanted to delve deeper into. I'm thinking since I have um tobacco product which i will not name and i will not condone on the podcast in my hand um let's talk about let's talk about tobacco let's first uh try to cover the i don't i don't know whether this is a widely known thing at this point but let's talk about um the fact that the tobacco age the national tobacco age has been raised to 21 as opposed to 18 what do you i mean what do you think about that i mean Oh, on a, I mean, there's a lot of ways to look at it, honestly. So, like, from a marketing standpoint, like, it's going to put a crunch on the, like, the revenues for all your tobacco companies, whether they're domestic or foreign. I think, and I'm I'm not sure if that affected, um anything more than that because I think the taxation is the same on that. I don't think it's changed. Mm. Um, either way, that would be a state-to-state thing. Then uh, I think from a government standpoint, like I think it was well-placed. Well mm-hmm. I, I do think that it's a smarter notion uh, to to not. Like, honestly, like we all know that there are clear and obvious like health concerns mm-hmm. with the uh, nicotine and tobacco and addiction and that whole kit and caboodle. I think. Can you explain that term for everyone? Because Nick caboodle? uses the best terminology, and I don't want it to go unnoticed. All right, I think last last week's uh, term of that podcast was. Um. Do you remember what Hot it was? Waller. How, yeah, Hot Waller. So I don't want this moment to be forgotten. What is... So Kit and Caboodle? Yes. Kit and Caboodle is like full package. The uh, Basically, it's like saying, you know, if you, you go out and you buy like a brand new car, you want the whole Kit and Caboodle, you want the full package, the bells and thing. whistles. Yeah. Got it. Um, Roger that. That's the skinny of it. I mean, I guess I could break it down. I could really look it up i think it's it's got to be like acknowledged in Mm. some form of dictionary (laughs) yeah no i mean i'm sure it's there that's the term i've definitely very rarely heard but i've definitely heard it for sure um so that was all to interrupt nick from finishing his point about the tobacco uh what he thinks about the the tobacco scenario um of them raising the tobacco age to 21 do you want to to finish up, um, not necessarily finish, but continue diving into it. Poof. Let's see. Because you said you said already that um, it's going to put a crunch in the market, obviously because yeah, and I think alongside that, your your marketeers, your your lobbyists, they're they're having conniptions right now. They're mm-hmm. like, what the hell are we doing? We just lost a huge demographic of like ourselves. Yeah. And and that sucks, but it it's the hand you're dealt, so you gotta play it. Mm-hmm. I can't speak to what they're gonna do to try to make up those numbers and honestly can't imagine they will. What I do imagine is that like you're gonna have a lot of underage kids having people buy for them mm-hmm. because well people are gonna do that well i mean don't you think it'll be a little bit harder to do that now i mean as opposed to because i you know i've been 18 or 17 and 16 before that when i was trying to get cigarettes 
Um, and I had, you know, older friends that were 18, 19. They're around my s- the same age group, uh, but, like, very close to what I was, right? Like, 18, 19, but never, yeah. like, 21, you know? You Don't you think it would that. be a little bit harder to to highball that number? Uh, so, I mean, not necessarily, because if you've got that one friend that, like, supplies the booze, mm-hmm. that's that one friend that can also supply yeah. cigarettes. you're right. Um, he just has a lot more responsibility. <laughs> yeah, he just became doubly important. Yeah. He is your in and out completely. You know? <laughs> um, that being said, like, when's the last time you heard anybody getting, like, in trouble for that? Never. Right. Yeah. Like, a little to no consequence, it seems. Although they do put it on the sticker. <laughs> yeah. They do put it, you know, you know what I'm talking about, guys. The little sticker that they put on their uh, weak, weak card, and don't yeah, don't buy for that. They're required yeah. to put on the. I mean, I, I think the government doing that is a safe thing. Mm-hmm. I so that was my next question before you before you get into that. My next question what would would have been, and is, what do you think about the age going up to 21? How do you feel about that? Because I already know what the hell I think about it. But, like, I think it's, I think it's wild, but I also think that it's safe. Mm. I I think that that is one way that the government can actually sit there and say to us all that, in some regard, they do care. Right. And, I mean, that's how I, I like to look at it. I don't know if that's what that actually means. Well, I mean, so I've kind of, I've kind of, uh, did my own little deep dive on this, you know, this hot topic, um, and, you know, um, took us three episodes to mention the name, but, (laughs) um, President Trump, uh, I think that was one of his main kind of, I guess, objectives, if you will, yeah. to kind of uh, pass that bill with the face of, hey, this is going to, at the in the end, uh, kind of help prevent, you know, the all the other stuff that comes with, you know, smoking or using tobacco products. Um, if, if I could, though, I'd, I'd, I also have a counter-argument to okay, go ahead. my argument. Yeah, go ahead. That being, uh, if you, I think it's if you analyze the genetic differences um, as far as like regeneration and stuff that occur within 18 to mid 20 year olds, and then compare that to like mid 30 year olds to like 60 year olds, Mm. you find that middle, like the, the middle age groups regenerate their cells at a much slower pace than younger individuals. Mm. So you're you're going to see point. more illness and more like cancer and things like that in older folks, smokers and drinkers and people like that like they're going to carry those things those like cancerous cells with them and their bodies don't flush them like a younger individual. Younger, so yeah. like Truth be told, from a health standpoint, if you're going to do it, do it young. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it'd be best of all not to do it at all. Right, right, right. And we don't, you know, obviously, you know, we're not, you know, we we understand. I'm fairly young. Nick is fairly young. We, those young years, the 18, 19, 20, even 21, those years. They're for experimentation. Or, or definitely <laughs> for experimentation, you know, and, and if you want to do that, by all means, do what you got to do. But just know... That when you do start hitting, you know, 28, 30, 35, 40, that stuff that you were doing beforehand, um, not the same. Not the same by any means. I mean, if you're still a smoker, if you started smoking at 19, you know, even 18, and you're 35, you know, you're not, you know, obviously that's not, uh, it's just not, it's not going to be the way it used to be. You know, your lungs, you know, anything, anything and everything that's in your body is just not going to, it's just going to continue going down and down. So best of all not to do it, but if you got to experiment, our message is do what you got to do. Just know that there will be repercussions later on if you continue doing it at a, 
fairly frequent, you know, pace. I think Red said it best in, what was that movie called? Pineapple Express. Mm-hmm. They're uh, getting in a, a brawl in his Classic house. Classic movie, by the way. Yeah, uh, Seth Rogen's getting the shit beat out of him by Red for a minute, and Red just hollers at him. He's like, what we do in this life echoes in eternity. I lost my shit. Somebody got smacked in the face by, like, the, the lid on the toilet. Knocked down the bathroom door. Like, that's my kind of fight. Yeah, no, I mean, I honestly, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. Than that. That, that sums it up. Yeah, know? so basically whatever you do in your life, I mean, you carry that carry that forever and that that goes beyond like substance yep that's yeah that's That's everything everything involved everything you do brands you as like an individual exactly um so you know i mean the way i look at this new law passed i i kind of uh do you hate it do you love it do you feel schmeh about it i feel schmeh about it because let me tell you why i feel schmeh about it because On the one hand, it's been a come a law, so it's going to be enforced, and inevitably, there will be less purchases made of tobacco within that small group of, you know, the 18 to 21 range, you know, and maybe even less, you know, 6, 17, 18, whatever. Well, I mean, it's three years... Of potential sellers, yeah, lost, which brings the grand total collective to twenty-one years of inaccessible customers. Yeah, and that's why that's why probably most likely <laughs> the tobacco uh, companies are fuming. I mean, I wouldn't. I I don't know. I mean, so if like, I was a tobacco company, I would be like that. What the hell? You know, you just I took mean, out a, a large portion of people that I was, you know, relying on. Relying on, yeah. To, to settle up, yeah. So, like, it makes you think, because, like, big tobacco is very powerful. Yeah. Like, it is a global enterprise. It's, mm. they it's got, still up there. They got a big footprint. It's still up there, but so like it's going down. I, I'm not going to reach out too far and say that, like, I wouldn't think though that they they wouldn't be gunning for the president's position right now. Like they're very upset. Yeah, they're very upset. Um, the reason I said to big tobacco is going down a little bit is because there is a new tobacco, as I like to call it, and that is marijuana. That's weed. You know that's being legalized in all states. Not yet all states, but it's being being legalized in a lot of states. I mean, I wake up one day and I'm just like, wait, what, huh? Another one. Like, another one. <laughs> you know, so that's, I think that um, in terms of uh, future trends within that regard, I think, I think eventually um, weed will be the new tobacco once all states legalize it. Um, and uh, eventually, I mean, you will always have people that smoke tobacco. I mean, there will always be... And until we start living in a virtual realm, you know, there will always be people consuming tobacco because it's just a... It's a, it's, it's a thing that's been imprinted on all societies for so long that it's, it's just... It's, it's practically... Until, unless you just nuke the whole world you know and you got like a small little portion but even then you have a small little portion of of humans that have already you know seen it and been through it um it's kind of a it's kind of a right you know uh what is it uh hamster's wheel you know it's like back and forth back and forth you never get anywhere but hamster goes one way i mean like it goes the way the hamsters yeah whatever (laughs) you know you know what i mean um so, you know, I think, uh, yeah, I think eventually weed will take over, and I think that that will be something that um, the masses will start. Um, I'm not going to be surprised to see big tobacco playing in marijuana. Absolutely, yeah. And that is our prediction from this podcast. You heard it here first. And I'm sure this isn't the first person or people that you've heard it from, but we have now stamped within history in an audiophile version our opinion on it. (laughs) 
So, um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I feel eh because on the one hand, it, uh, I guess, by law prevents, you know, those underage, you know, the, the 18 to 21 range, even 20, I guess, would be the, the range for that. Um, Which I don't think those kids should be smoking. I mean, like, millennials and stuff especially, like, we can barely afford rent, man. Mm-hmm. A pack of smokes in like Massachusetts, like ten bucks. Oh man, that's another that's another topic we have to get into, but we won't get into because let me finish my eh. Because I told you guys my kind of uh, for lack of a better term uh, eh schme schme. Let me tell you why I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing because um, I think. It will, and we've already seen. I mean, I've already seen it. it. There's a there's a there's a downward trend. There's a downward trend in tobacco. I mean, the, the you know all of my friends and their brothers and sisters and younger kids. I don't really see them smoking cigarettes like that anymore. You know, I no, don't, and I'm glad. Yeah, I mean, it's what is it usually? What vapes, weed, uh, uh, even yeah. not even hookah anymore. You know what I mean? It's that used to be a huge thing. It's cool though because like. We talk about Renan, his little brother never smoked, and that guy can still run, and it's good. He needs to run because he's a tiny guy. <laughs> he runs his mouth all the time, so like... He does a lot of running. Yeah, you gotta run. Don't get smacked in the mouth, kid. Just just duck, dive, dodge, run. <laughs> you know? Keep it moving. Um, so yeah, I, th- I think that I think it's a good thing because it will continue that trend of just people not... You know, kids not necessarily wanting to even even ha- even having that desire of you know uh, of you know smoking. Um, so that's that's what that's what I think of, of about it. I mean, Nick, I would like to continue to that point that we kind of touched on a little bit. Um, what uh, having said all of that, we said a lot, and we did say a lot, um, but. But you mentioned something that I cut you off on. You cut me off? Yeah, you cu- I cut you off. What'd you cut me off? Cut you off on the price of tobacco in, oh, it seems states. to be, northern states? No, 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 no. As no, no. opposed to... No, 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 no. Don't get that. No, no, no. It's not just northern states, which I will say that they are higher. Mm. But then you have states like New Hampshire that are tax-free. Mm. So, like, what you pay is basically cost. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, like Mass, Massachusetts, New York, that those those are two of the higher like prices I've ever seen for tobacco products. California's pretty high. Is it? Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember last time I was in New York, and the last time I looked at the price, which was a year ago, looked at the price of cigarettes, and it was upwards to twelve dollars. Yeah, no, if you're going to go buy, like, a pack of Newport Golds or something, yeah. like, you're going to, yeah, yeah, like... You're going to bite it. You're, you're dropping the better part of a 20. Yeah, that's 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 insane to me. For a pack, dog, like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm we're good. also coming, I mean, we got to think, we're also coming from a state where, essentially, I mean, Virginia, North Carolina area, like, this was, this is the tobacco capital. Right, no, 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 so, like, Virginia is still, like, one of the cheapest places in the entire union that you can buy. Yeah. Um, and where what we're spending? I haven't looked at any tobacco prices uh, recently. Was it three, four dollars? Three or four. Yeah, and this is obviously with inflation involved and all that. But yeah, um, <coughs> I mean, take that in comparison to what Nick said. Twenty bucks. I mean, that's a huge. Yeah, you're, you're looking at like a a five time like multiplier on that. And that's I mean that's even crazy to fathom. Yeah. The fact that I mean, but then again, you you know you take into consideration. You have to take into consideration income and I, things of that nature. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? I wouldn't because you don't see that kind of uh, price manipulation on other household goods. Like? Like if I want to go buy like a, what is it, a G2 pin like I yeah. bought today at Target for like Shout out Target. four or five bucks. It's still four or five bucks up yeah. there, you know? Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a fair point. Yeah. Um. I mean, but it's obviously consumable. Um, so, like, the the $5 footlong. Mm. Like, Subway. 
What up, dog? Eat fresh. Like, it's, it's the same price. Mm. You know, they got the Wendy's four for four. These are all <laughs> consumables, just like tobacco. It's not skyrocketed up there. It's it's the same thing. So why is tobacco that much different? Yeah. No, that's a fair point, and I think you kind of converted me on that point. Um, I think... Big Nick converting since 88. Since 88, baby. Uh, and do the math. Uh, <laughs> uh, I kind of wanted to get None into... None of us are good at math. Now that... <laughs> that's true. I have to take a math course this semester. Oh, my God. I'm not excited for that at all. I got you, dog. Um, Nick will help me out. Um, so let's dive a little bit deeper into... The history of tobacco, because that's very, very fascinating. I think what? tobacco and American history and just history in general go hand in so hand. So if we take it back to the colonial days, yeah, all right. I, I don't have like dates, but that's where it originated. So what does we do? Is that isn't that uh, was this? This eighteenth century. We're looking like early eighteen hundreds, yeah. late seventeens, mm-hmm. and and tobacco was one of our cash crops, much like. Cotton, mm-hmm. um, corn, I believe, may have been one. Um, and yeah, so uh, basically what we did was we we made a bunch of crops and sent them back to England. Mm. Uh, that's the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, obviously, there was a, a revolution involved mm-hmm. and a bunch of industrialization. And, Mass production of that. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know where to go from there. Yeah. Um, business is business. Business is business. It continually tries to find a way to expand. Uh, I 100% agree with that. And, uh, you know, the reason I think it's so interesting is because, I don't know, it, there's just, uh, and maybe this is based on, you know, my I guess own perception, but I, for some reason, I you know, I, I, my mind does go back to this, especially those colonial times. But even before then, even if we're talking about Native Americans using oh, peace pipes, oh, oh, so you you're know? taking it out of the frame of like the American, yeah. Oh god, yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to diversify oh my gourd. here. <laughs> well, I mean, tobaccos utilize the world over. Let's see. Like, I mean, tobacco essentially helped form the United States of America. If we really, if we're really thinking about it, in terms of selling a product and getting money for it. Okay, tobacco was uh, first discovered by the native people of Mesoamerica and South America, and later introduced to Europe and the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Tobacco is. Um, had it already long been used in America by the time European settlers arrived and took the practice to Europe where it became popular. Yeah, there you have it. This comes from the people of Wikipedia. Yep, and there's your citation. boy. Um, yeah, I mean, my theory on this whole thing, uh, the tobacco, I think that and this, you know, this is uh, something that I definitely have to put up, like, statistics and Round very credible. three. There it goes. That was a big one. Then beer just did its natural thing and just fizzed out. Um, I, I think my, my, my theory is... Uh, and work, work with me here, guys. What? What did you, what did you find out? <laughs> so I was looking to find out uh, <clears throat> who invented the cigarette because originally, traditionally, tobacco was either it was like a pipe item, yeah, um, that or you you do like a rolly situation, yeah. but like the actual cigarette, you yeah. know, with the filter in with there. the filter and the cartridge and, mm-hmm. and and it's odd calling paper cartridge, but it is. Yeah, I'm thinking this is my guess. So folks, you hear if you heard it. <clears throat> My guess is the cigarette was invented somewhere around mid-18th century, if not late-18th century. 
you, you're pretty close, man. You pretty much can, you know. I'm, I'm not going to give it to you, but I'm going to say you're pretty close. Because I know you're just shooting in the dark. You're just pissing in the wind. It's like, maybe I'll hit it. <laughs> pissing Out of in all the wind. The but, okay, okay. So, like, if you look at the Middle East, you look at, like, England, they're I mean, generally pipe situations. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy named James Bonsack. Okay. Uh, is accredited for the first commercial cigarettes um, made in 1865 by Washington Duke on his 300-acre farm in Raleigh, North Carolina. Raleigh, North Carolina. Hello. Shout out to Raleigh. Yeah. We um, love Raleigh. He hand-rolled his cigarettes um, and were sold to soldiers at the end of the Civil War. Mm-hmm. It was not until... Bonsack invented the cigarette-making machine in 1881 that cigarette smoking became widespread. This is a shout-out from uh, Quora.com. And, uh, yeah, I did not know that. That's, that. that's news to me, man. Yeah. So. And that's, I mean, at the point that the, at, at that point the, the cigarette was made, I mean, I'm assuming that tobacco products were already pretty much used on a regular basis smokers or smokers but i'm just i'm assuming this guy in in raleigh what was his name john bonsick john bonsick he kind of helped that kind of you know morph that you know pipe tradition in more of a you know mass consumer kind of way um so my theory going back to again to i've been trying to finish this damn theory for freaking ever um is that because when originally tobacco was used, it was used on a very ceremonial level. A lot of peace pipes involved. I like peace pipes. Peace pipes. Hey, kumbaya. Peace to the world. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think by the time that... By that time, tobacco was not necessarily... A danger to one's health because you would smoke the peace pipe. It would be natural tobacco that you would at, grow. At this point, it's literally a, a, a dry aged leaf. Yeah, a plant. Yeah, it's essentially. The same thing as like me going out picking a leaf off of like a plant and being like, I'm gonna put this in a book for a weekend and see how it looks, and yeah. then roll it up and smoke it. Yeah, my luck would be like tobacco cyanide. <laughs> Hopefully it's not cyanide, and I wouldn't recommend anyone do that. But so going back to you know what I was kind of getting to was I think tobacco only started getting dangerous, and when I say dangerous, I mean have the possibility of turning into a cancer and really messing your whole system up um, when it was started to be mass produced. I think that because of a mass produced production of anything you got to speed up the rate at which that thing is made right so um by the time you know companies were trying to find a way to you know crank the you know tobacco out i think that they found a way to speed up the process um of tobacco being you know matured you know rolled up put in the you know the cigarette buds and shipped off you know and i think that is when uh tobacco started be- being more deadly and 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 people started seeing the um constant um occurrence of uh lung cancer so there you go that's my theory i think that so stanford says that tobacco uh directly cigarettes um are the most common form uh, used and cause about 90% of all lung cancers. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a big number. And then, yeah, so smokers are also 10 times higher uh, risk for oral cancer compared to non-smokers. Smoking is linked to increased risk uh, for more than 12 other types of cancer. Yeah. Yep. So, again, everything in moderation. Best to not do it at all, but if you got to, everything in moderation. Um. So there you have it, folks. There's tobacco in a nutshell. <laughs> and what we think about it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's like... I, I think what you were touching on is that, like, 
tobacco in its purest form mm-hmm. is relatively mm, relatively harmless. Yeah. Um, and you start seeing all of these inflictions of side effects uh, when you um, when when you play with additives yeah. when you try to procure something that isn't natural yeah. and I can see that making sense yeah. personally I, I think it it's, I mean when you take something that was that is natural that is of the earth that mother you know nature cultivates um, and you put it in a factory setting I mean more than likely you know that thing uh, will not be so good for you you know um, so you know Going full circle here, I th- I do think um, if there was a if you guys didn't catch me, you know, saying my whole opinion on the tobacco age raising to twenty one, I think it's a good thing. I think that again, um, it will deter the younger kids, the younger folks from doing it. And again, I mean, why do it? You know, there's a there's a new culture. There's a there's a, a new wave of of people starting to, you know, get into the position of running the world, and um, with that comes a new culture. And I think something that we'll talk about on later episodes is definitely um, maybe marijuana and what we think about it and how it's impacting our uh, our culture, our community, uh, different, you know, frequencies in regards to the way we think. So, um yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll definitely bring that to you. What do you think? Party on, Wayne. Party on, Wayne. Um, you, you never saw that, did you? I did not see that. No. So if I say party on Wayne, you say party on Garth. Party on Garth. Yeah. So it's Wayne and Garth. Wayne's world. Mm. Wayne's world. Excellent party. You know, I know that's a classic. I'm, yeah. I'm ashamed to admit that I've never watched that. Um. So I just took another sip of the beer. The beer is about half empty or half full, depending on what kind of person you are. What kind of perception. <laughs> um, and I think we're going to sign out. I mean, I think we've pretty much covered what we wanted to cover. Um, and again, you know, please, guys, uh, comment, um, reach out to us. Um, I think we've discovered a new name of the podcast. What was it? 5099. Forty ninety nine. Forty ninety nine. Excuse me. Forty ninety nine. Um, and we'll stick with that unless someone else comes around and says that's stupid. That's stupid, and just and, and then we'll beat you up on the playground and take your milk money. Cause and then we'll cry about it because we're soft boys. Cause you're a jerk, but that really hurt. <laughs> so again, please send us our thoughts. Send us your opinions on this whole thing, and. Uh, we will continue being in here and talking about uh, things that we feel like uh, are interesting to us and uh, continue delving into subjects that uh, we haven't talked about yet or that we have talked about and that we want to talk about further. And I'm going to beat Dima over the head until he starts pushing these out so we can actually get some real feedback. Content, yeah, and feedback. Yeah, I mean, there you go. I don't want to be beat in the head, especially by Nick. So I'm getting angry. <laughs> I will definitely let you guys... Have those episodes and uh, have get an the episode. Feedback. Have an episode. Yeah, have at least an episode. We'll, we'll be human. Be yeah. human. Have an episode. So again, I, I, I want to take this time out to thank you guys for really just getting to the. If you've gotten to the end this point, you've listened to the whole podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, you're the real MVP. Yeah, you're the f- real freaking MVP, especially when this whole thing is starting to form, because it's very hard for us. I mean, this is a new thing. We've never done this before. We're still getting the equipment for it. We're still getting set up. I, my dumbass forgot a tripod, so the freaking angle of the camera's all Sorry. messed up. Um, so we will figure everything out but just as promised we do have the video footage now here and um we will continue trying to find new ways to kind of make this experience a little bit more immersive um and i would like to thank you nick for coming back out and uh doing another rodeo with me oh it's my pleasure i I really enjoyed this and more than anything i'm looking forward to the future because i know we got two pretty well structured uh, casts coming up soon. Absolutely. With two pretty cool guests. Yep. So, yep. And I'm excited 
you guys please stay tuned because those those will be cool. They're gonna be fire, yeah, dog. Like that's cool. what the kids say is they fire. This will be litty. Yep. Uh, oh, and gonna, we have I'm a whole thinking about it. Smorgasbord of guests um, that I'm thinking about that Nick's thinking about bringing on, and it will be wild. So please stay tuned. I again appreciate you guys listening to this point. It's slow um, now, but you just wait. We go zero to sixty real quick. Yeah, we go zero to one hundred. Even quicker. Even quicker. Yeah. Um, Nick, any final thoughts? Any final shout outs? I mean, what do you want? What do you want to say to the people? Well, I want to say thanks for hanging in there. I've got another half half a case of fucking IPA. <laughs> Thank you, Voodoo Ranger, though. You do make a good IPAs. Please don't sue us. We're just trying to help you guys. You like, know. I mean, it's really good as far as IPAs go. It's just, it's not my jive. I, I get it, though. Like, y- y'all y'all know what you do. And props, props, hats off. Thank you. Yeah. All right, guys. With that, we, uh, we sign out. Thank you for rocking with us. And uh, that's that.